Prepare yourself for Listoff, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, Listoff. This week, open up your flipbooks because we look at the top five games that have the best animation. How's it going, guys? Good, good. How you doing, good, good. Brian? Hello. Pretty good, Ryan. And we have special guest Charlie here with us today to look at this animation that we've got going. How are you doing, Charlie? Yes. Hi. Thanks for thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm doing great. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, we were happy to to get you on. I understand you have background in animation, so you have a unique perspective on what we're going to be looking at today, and that's that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, just guess just to talk about my background a little bit. Um so I currently do uh, mostly video editing and anim- and uh, like motion graphics types of animation nowadays. But um, when I was going to school in college, I did some 3D animation and some like game related an- animation. My senior project was a pixel art game that I did with two other people. Wow! And I, I did all that. the animation for that. Yeah, it was super fun project. Um, and then. A year or two down the line from that, we all kind of our, our class from college kind of got together and did a game jam sort of thing, and I, I did some some three D animation for that. Um, so game yeah. jams are always so fascinating to me, just to be able to like make something in in a bottle like that. That's yeah, that's insane. That's the first time I'd kind of done something like that, and it was it was very impressive. I mean, I knew the people, I knew everybody, and I knew they were, you know, really good at at all that mm-hmm. different things that go into making a game and all the stuff like that. But uh, it, it really was incredible. That's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, is there a program you predominantly work with in your uh, animation? Um, right now I'm, I use after effects uh, cause it's all TD, 2d and, you know, motion graphics mm-hmm. is really, that is the main one. Uh, 3d animation. I did uh, Maya. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think for pixel animation, there's a bunch of different things you can do. I think I just used some free software. I think it was called like Piscal or something. Um, okay, this is a family show, so you know, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can bleep that one out. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I I did some 3D animation with Maya in the past, and nice. it was it was tricky to to kind of like get the ropes down and and everything. But oh yeah, it's, it's a very robust program, and it, I'm envious of people who can do it well. Um, yes. I remember one of the projects that I worked on was recreating the Seinfeld apartment. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. Uh, no animation there, just like right. making all the d- different assets. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Animation was, was way more difficult when I like tried it. So that's awesome that you're able to do that. I'm like yeah, a, I'm like a newborn baby when it comes to animation. I literally know nothing, but uh, unreal engine five looks really cool. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, so do you guys want to talk about the games you played this week? Did anybody play any games? We'll start with uh, we'll start with our guest of honor. We'll start with yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've actually um, been getting a little bit back into Overwatch because mainly because my friends have been on yeah. and just kind of like I haven't touched it in a very long time. I'm back in it, and 
you know, not much is new because they're focusing on <laughs> Overwatch 2, which is understandable. Right. Um, so, uh, just on a side note, are you familiar with everything happening at Blizzard? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am, and, and I'm very not cool with it, but... Um, so maybe I'll just won't talk about Overwatch anymore. <laughs> no, feel Sorry. free. Feel free. I just, yeah, <laughs> like wanted to make sure I wasn't going to like, you know, ruin your day or anything if I yeah, brought it yeah, up. No. <laughs> I, I am aware. Um, but I actually have been getting into the workshop of it, which is all like the community created mm-hmm. like game modes, sorts of things. And some really cool stuff there. Those are uh, what they call, what they're calling like parkour maps. Parkour! and it's like they they map out certain zones so it'll be like you have to go from one circle to another on the map and it's basically like floor is lava you can't touch anything in between and Mm -hmm. for 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 characters like doomfist you have to use his abilities and certain text to like bounce off this and like uppercut in this certain position it's kind of cool nice that's cool yeah i I didn't even know about that yeah yeah, me neither. It's it's very you can find some really really interesting stuff on the workshop. Um, but other than that, I just actually started playing Horizon Zero Dawn for the first time. Oh yeah, Ooh. on PC, right? Uh, on PC, yeah. yeah. It looks amazing, and yeah, I, I've heard you guys talk about that game, um, and it's giving it very high praise. And <laughs> so far, it is it is very awesome. I mean, I've, I've only played a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, we also gave high praise to Aloy's hair. I don't know if you've caught that oh, episode. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> best hair episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was in our experimental phase. <laughs> that's no, great. That's Are cool, you, so yeah. on PC, um, do you have a pretty good rig to to run that? Does it look really awesome? Yes. Um, yeah, I I built a PC. Um, I don't remember exactly how long ago, but basically in lockdown um, okay. was one of the things that I did. And oh, actually, can I interject and tell you a story? Yes. I specifically remember a day where I was oh, messaging right. both of you that's about right. getting the same graphics card oh, and Brian yeah. got it. Charlie oh, did not. So did not. you can take out all your aggression now, Charlie, if you'd like to. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> I got one that was like $150 cheaper and it's still great. So nice. Oh, and nice. I, honestly, it's, it's insanely cheaper now than, than mm-hmm. since prices have been really up there. Recently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We addressed that last episode that things are actually like back in stock now and, and yeah. uh, prices are going back down and that's always a good thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so how far are you in horizon zero dawn? Um, hour, um, hour wise. Or... Yeah. I've played like, two to three hours not much very beginning cool. Cool. still but it feels really good yeah like, there's a lot uh, a lot of interesting things that make you want to keep going too you know yeah 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 i would say early game use everything that they give you because okay there's i mean i i think i kind of banged my head against the wall a couple of times where i was just like i'm not i'm not getting it i'm not doing what i need to do but mm use all the implements of, of war that they give you because it all like it all coalesces and and makes taking down those dinosaurs a lot easier awesome yeah. liking the the setting goes a very long way because you would be spending a lot of time running around that setting right <laughs> cool. Love it. yeah 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 
What about you, Ryan? Did you play anything? I did. I did. Um, so I've been playing a lot of video games. Uh, Chivalry 2, Everybody's Golf, to name a few. Beat Saber, because I need no reason to get off the couch. Um, and I love Beat Saber. It's really good. Uh, I also got uh, picked up and played a few games, one being Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Dragon Ball Fighters. I really wanted to see the animation prior to making this particular list. Um, I will say it's not on my list, but if this were a top 10 list, it would be definitively would be. There's just a little bit like lacking. Um, it's a little simple at times, but it is very much like you're playing an anime. I mean, it's incredible. The fight scenes and the cinematography of those fight scenes is, is very grand scale for a, for a fighting game. Um, I also picked up a game and played through it last night called Oxenfree. Have you guys played this game? No, I played it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's an indie from 2016, and it's very, uh, it's these kids go to an island to have kind of a prior to graduation party. They all have some things from their past that occurred to them, but it's, uh, it takes a very supernatural turn, very like X Files y turn. Um, and it's a, it's a really cool game. It plays in about three hours, and, uh, I'm, I'm actually starting my second playthrough because they have an interesting mechanic where, the second playthrough is going to be different and it's actually going to be additive from the first playthrough. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with that. Um, would that then, have made your short game list? Had you played it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it would have um, maybe on this second playthrough that'll change my opinion. It's a really good short game. Um, I don't know if it would have made the list. It's very story driven, very dialogue heavy. There's not a lot you do in the game. But it's worth a playthrough for sure. Uh, I think right now it's three dollars on the PlayStation Store. Um, but I don't think it would have. It's not very gamey. There's not a lot of game to it. But the story is very compelling. I will say that. Gotcha. Um, and then I got my platinum, my first platinum Woo-hoo! ever in Returnal. In Returnal of all games, nice. yeah. I, there's just a few bullet points I want to go through. I almost gave up a few times. Um, the Crimson Waste in particular, those Xenoglyph ciphers I was talking about last week, getting the last one, it was like I just didn't ever see the room that it was in for probably 20 playthroughs, and that was draining. And then finally, I did get the room, and it was glorious, and there was a celebration. <laughs> it was wonderful. And then I went to the last level, and I almost, you know, I'm not a rage quit kind of gamer, but it's probably the most rage I have ever felt in any video game. Like almost throw your controller kind of rage. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you're t- I played 15 hours just grinding this platinum and I had this last trophy left. And I finally, after like 10 playthroughs, get the room I need to be in and die before I could get oh, to collect the thing I need. Jeez. It, it was terribly upsetting i mean like feet from it you know and um i i calm down i get back in it and the next playthrough the room was there again so i ended up like focusing on taking down the enemies instead of trying to get to the the collectible first and uh, i got it and yeah i got my platinum man what a cool feeling though it's very rewarding especially coming from that game uh yeah Yeah. that sounds like a 
butt clenching moment if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> it was, it Jeez. was, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> wow. But I'm glad I did it. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. Um, somebody had suggested going for the platinum and Demon Souls remake. I love that game. I don't think I'm gonna go for the platinum <laughs> in it though. That's a lot. Like that is a grind. Platinums are grinds. This I is have probably never it gotten me. one. I, it, it's just a lot of work in yeah. most games. I used to care more about that, but just never really mm. jumped into it at, especially platinum that's so much work yeah i'm not i'm not a trophy hunter but i literally just enjoy this game that much right. i think the nature of how it plays helped it because you know you you have to play through these levels over and over and over and over and over again anyway right and uh, the gameplay is just so good it's so good in that game and um yeah i don't want to keep talking about returnal but <laughs> <laughs> did you play any games this week brian so I did. Uh, I got a little heavier into The Ascent, and that game is really fun. It's it's pretty mindless. Um, you're just twin stick shooting everything. And I finally got into kind of the upgrade system um, because it is very RPG heavy. You're getting points to unlock different things that they don't necessarily translate to like I don't know. Some of them are like more health, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like better weapon handling, which what does that mean? It, it doesn't really tell you, right. but like it, it's, it makes sense in the context of the cyberpunk world. Um, so that's kind of cool. Like there's a lot of flavor to it. It is absolutely a gorgeous video game. Um, the environments are, are really big in like, essence but you never see everything all at once because mm-hmm. it is a fixed camera and i think that's kind of how they get away with being able to have really detailed environments is you can only see what they're wanting you to to see at any one time um which i think that's a big part of animation in general is like only render what you have to yeah. basically um but this game was made by 12 people which is just oh. remarkable um and it, it you know the the detail just really shows uh, the lighting effects are really cool. I came to find out that the Xbox game pass version on PC does not include ray tracing, but the game oh. still looks really good. I, they're probably going to patch it in at some mm, point, Yeah, but it's only the steam version. And I guess probably like the, yeah. So that, that wasn't in there. I don't know if actual series X would have it in there. Um, I, I forget um, exactly what, what I looked up on that. But I did play a little bit on mobile through the cloud. Yeah. Um, so that would have presumably been a, a Series X. Right. Um, and it looked good there too. So, man. Um, and then I did jump into, uh, so I got a new iPhone and they give you Apple Arcade for free for a couple months. Oh, sweet. And I jumped into Exit the Gungeon, which yeah. I was already a, a big fan of Enter the Gungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, I don't know if it was made for mobile because it's on a, multiple other platforms. But it's a really good mobile game, and I have my backbone, so I, I can have an actual controller. But it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just a 2D side-scroller where you're, like, ascending in an elevator, and the game auto-shoots for you, so you don't even have to, like, worry about doing anything. And as you're just, like, on the elevator, enemies will appear, and as you get better combos of not getting hit, you get different guns and they just change randomly. Mm-hmm. So you'll just be playing and it auto shoots. Like I said, so it's like a true twin stick shooter. Uh, well, you were, is it not, is it top you, down? Or? You don't have to. So it, it's, it, it's just a 2d plane. Okay. 
Um, so like Enter the Gungeon was right. top down, right? 2D, but this is just from one perspective, just a mm-hmm. flat plane. Um, and you don't have to do anything but move and dodge. So it's twin stick in the, the you right. know, like you're moving, mm-hmm. but your dodge kind of can go in multiple directions, but you don't have to press any buttons whatsoever um, because the game is just like auto shooting to the nearest enemy, basically. Oh, cool. Um, but you'll just be playing and, and shooting at enemies and then you'll get like a new weapon and you have to figure out like, okay, well, this one is, is like doing a helix formation. Um, and then this one is like, throwing a big bomb every once in a while so it's you kind of have to keep up with what's what kind of weapon the game is giving you at any one point so i'll probably play a little more of that 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 was a lot of fun just like i was getting an oil change so what am i going to do just play <laughs> yeah, a game the, on, the future on is now yeah the future exactly. is now for sure for sure. fun but yeah game wise that was that was about it so cool. shall we get into our list then Woo! let's do it all right. <laughs> okay. So getting into these lists, my honorable mention is Prince of Persia. Oh, cool. So I didn't want to be accused of not going back in time <laughs> anymore. So I got, I got a little, little retro with things. Yeah. I, uh, I played this game a little bit when when it was out and I always was enamored with the animation because mm-hmm. it you know graphics back back when it came out were pretty minuscule and and not very advanced but this game did a lot with with what was you know available at the time um I remember just thinking like the character model is actually doing a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily see in games of, of the similar era um, where it was actually like going through a lot more frames of animation, um, kind of bending down, getting up, uh, you know, whenever you were jumping to the ledge, like there was, it seemed like a fuller animation than uh, any other game where you were kind of like just moving around pretty statically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was, that was pretty advanced for for the time for sure. Um, oh, definitely. Like the movement was very fluid for the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was just those more frames really did a lot for it. What were the, um, what were those other games too? They were like console releases. Gosh, I can't remember. One of them dealt with memory. Um, you were like a computer programmer in one of them. And they were like that as well. Like it was pixelated, but it had crazy smooth animation. And uh, yeah, I can't remember. Oh, this is going to kill me. But it made me when you mentioned Prince of Persia, it made me think of those games, and I'm like, oh, that would have been a great pick. It's not right. on my list, <laughs> yeah. but good pick, man. Good Thank pick. you, Charlie. You want to take it from here? Sure. Oh uh, man, I should have let Charlie go first. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll fix it on the next round here. Be Ryan. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, my honorable mention is going to be Persona Five, um, and that one mainly probably isn't on my list because i haven't played it um i've noticed with your guys list they're they're very personalized it's you know specific on our own experiences and that's very much my list with the exception of one game but um persona 5 is really cool because the animation goes beyond like the character models and stuff it's 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 all like kind of the extra fluff on top of that it's the it's, it's honestly very much um, kind of like motion graphics. Like I was talking about, that's what I do now. It's kind of like that on top 
of the game almost. Mm-hmm. And it's in a very, very cool style. And um, I've talked to my friend about it who who got the game and I've been watching some videos of it. And it's just, yeah, very, very visually pleasing, very cool animations going on all the time in that game. So you, have see, you played, oh, yeah. go ahead. Ryan. No, I was going to ask the same question, I think. So go, go ahead. But. Have you played other Persona games before? No, no, okay. I've not played any of them. So I tried the Vita one. That was I don't know which one that was, but it was not my style of gameplay. Uh, the, okay. the visuals were were pretty striking for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard so many good things about Persona and Pers- Persona Five in particular. Yeah, same. I just don't think it's the game for me. It's definitely a different style. It, but I mean, I know my friend who's who's talking about it because he got it a while back and he was like very very impressed with it. Mm-hmm. He also is one for more kind of uh, of the more foreign genres mm-hmm. um uh yeah. but yeah it, uh, looking at that game just videos and reviews and stuff oh yeah very yeah. very impressive yeah yeah we do, do we do have quite a few lists that come up that thankfully we don't have to have played the games because it, yeah. our list would probably get fairly repetitive more repetitive right. than they oh, already yeah, sure. do <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is definitely one of those lists uh yeah you can see the product in action and okay like that's yeah yeah that's gonna make my list yeah cool yeah, good well, pick that, though that that being said um yeah my list is is pretty is mainly like i said there's there's one exception but it's games that i have played oh i didn't same. really <laughs> go into yeah yeah no same here um, i did not go outside of the box i tried with dragon ball fighters but just didn't, didn't work it. out yeah, didn't yeah. Make it. it was good though it was really cool made you feel super powerful playing it oh yeah yeah so my runner-up though is a game i know charlie's familiar with it is the little nightmares series uh little oh, yeah. nightmares one and two uh, it's very disturbing. They use they do like this herky jerky kind of unsettling animation very very well. They use it very effectively to generate fear and tension. Uh, there's definitely that element of uncanny valley. Everything moves just a little bit inhuman, and everything appears just a little bit less than human. And it it does enough to just make you feel so unwelcome in the game. And that's uh, so by design. Like, oh, the, absolutely. The game maker really wants you to feel uncomfortable with that. Yeah. And this, even prior to playing it, it's what caught my eye about the game. Not only the art style, but also how it, how these characters moved uh, throughout the environment. And it's very smooth as well. Uh, it'd have to be for some of these more tense moments where you're being chased. And it's maybe not as precise as it needs to be, but that has nothing to do with the animation. Uh, the animation itself fits the bill it does everything it can uh to make this game just really really unsettling that's awesome yeah sweet well charlie you should take the next one and we'll get back (laughs) back on track with the order here cool all right so number five um is going to be monster hunter oh nice okay i guess no specific one i've only played one of them and it was one on the 3ds Um, okay i know there's a bunch out now um and that's another that's kind of another game there it's like that game is definitely not for everyone mm-hmm. um but i'd keep seeing these games come out and they just look so cool and i'm i'm so like i just love all all things like monster related like godzilla movies i'm all in um you know pacific rim that sort of yeah, thing absolutely right? absolutely i just think big cool looking monsters are awesome yeah and um <laughs> in this game 
this this game series is one that does it really well, uh, especially in terms of of animation. It's just to even just them like walking around looking cool is really cool, and then you get to you know go up and fight them, which is awesome. Um, actually, the main thing that I think made me pick this, there's a Twitter account I recently discovered called uh, Sunhi Leg- Legend, S-U-N-H-I Legend. Mm-hmm. And he just posts like clips of, of him playing games and Monster Hunter's a, a lot of clips that he does where he uses the camera angle to create these awesome, like almost cinematic scenes of his gameplay, like in real time. And it's That's really cool. cool. And it makes me think about how like the game developers definitely implement some of these things with, with the camera and the scenery and everything to, to allow you to kind of create these really awesome looking scenes mm-hmm. in your gameplay. Um, and this, this guy is, is one that uses that like, to the best of the ability. Almost. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool that he's able to do it without the game doing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it looks like this is a, a separate non gameplay trailer that was made for this. And I remember just scrolling through and the first monster hunter clip is so cool. It's this big dragon looking thing. It's kind of far away. And you see the guy just kind of like <laughs> walking around looking all like boastful does a jump, the dragon comes in, it like turns to slow-mo and just like slams it down right in the right spot with this big old sword. <laughs> right. His <laughs> anime sword. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing with like the animation, that game is the way the monsters kind of like react to getting hit. Cause they do, if I remember correctly, they, they kind of react depending on where you hit them. So if you're like hitting them the oh, back cool. left leg, that leg will start limping. And oh, then that's cool. you can like break off some of their parts. So like the horns can like get chopped off. So their tail can get, can get broken and stuff like that. Um, and so that's a really cool use of animation, just of like confirmation of where your big weapon is hitting and also the feel of the weapons. Cause I know, I think there's like, there's bigger weapons that are really strong, but very slow. Right, and then there's smaller weapons that um, don't do as much damage per hit, obviously, but you know they're they're faster, and you can be a bit more mobile with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good to, that animation's able to give those weight, and I know it's something we've talked about before on the show as well. Is that um, doing that uh, kind of cutscene into gameplay is something mm-hmm. more and more games are doing themselves right so you don't have people on twitter who have to do it but uh it's definitely (laughs) something that's very welcome i love it when games do that oh yeah 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 i think the big thing about monster hunter especially in terms of animation is you have to be deliberate with your movements because you only get certain frames of the animation where you're invulnerable or or can actually like hit things so yeah yeah you you really have to know which frames you're able to do things yeah that's it's it's part of the gameplay at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let you go next, Brian. All right. So my number five is time splitters two, And I was really waffling oh, cool. here um, because I, I kind of wanted to put Goldeneye, but I feel like I've talked <laughs> about Goldeneye a good amount of times. <laughs> so my main thing here is that these games 
let's say the golden eye lineage time splitters two being the one I'm, I want to focus on. The animation was really cool in that the reactivity of the enemies was, was wild for the time, at, at mm-hmm. least when I was, was, you know, playing this game and I had never really seen that contextual damage. So when you shot an enemy in the shoulder, they would have a separate animation for that. And they would have all sorts of different death animations and I had never really seen that before. And Time Splitters takes that and like really cartoonifies it and exaggerates everything about when characters are just interacting with the world or getting hit or whatever. And I think it was equally impressive that there are so many different characters that were in the game and each of them had kind of unique animations that, that were involved. I mean, there was like a monkey for one of the wackiest ones. Yeah. Um, but I remember just really taking to that and, and seeing like, I mean, there's so many different environments and the game had all sorts of animations that were specific to each one that, that just made sense. Um, but really that contextualized damage output whenever people got hit and they would react accordingly. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good pick, man. Yeah. I remember that being pretty uh, eye popping at the time. Yeah. And I didn't think of it now. You're, you got the retro list. Look at you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple more actually. So we'll see nice. <laughs> I, how the turn tables. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my number five is my dark horse pick. Uh, I don't think this will be on anybody else's list, but I, it kind of dawned on me as a possibility pretty early on and I ran with it. So it's Jackbox. It's the Jackbox games. Uh, okay. The, the animation is pretty basic for a lot of these but it's plentiful and it's always different so i'm i'm imagining it being a team of animators who have to work with a lot of different things because each game within these jackbox packs is very unique as far as art style goes the ones that some are hand animated by the looks of it uh in that style kind of ren and stimpy kind of style it might even be the person who animated that show (laughs) so it's already kind of endearing to me uh and then some of them use clay like claymation and stop motion um and yeah, some of them are just like odd, like hot air balloons. And some of them are, it's just like this wide range of media being used to convey the art. And yeah. I can imagine that being pretty challenging for animators to have to work with so many different varied character models or just like things in general to animate. Uh, and it, I always find it very visually pleasing to play these games. And they're not really a game that has to be visually pleasing um it's Mm -hmm. more about the social aspect of it but i always find myself watching the screen just to see what's going to happen next like how these characters will be animated next there's one in particular split the room with the cat and it's like this cat as you're playing who's kind of the narrator of the game shows up in any particular time you play it in 50 different ways moving in 50 different ways looking 50 different ways and like that alone is so cool to see it's just so unique and cool to see and then there's there's some that are like super rudimentary where they basically just like take your drawing and like stretch it out and like play with it or like flip it 
<laughs> and I think that's fun too, because you kind of get a hand in that creation aspect of it. But uh, nice. yeah, I love these Jackbox games for the, for the animation, actually. It's a big reason I enjoy them. And then there's another one, Role Models, where they kind of dictate your personality traits. I think we've all played this one. I think I've played it with both of you, actually. Yeah. And um, it's really like poppy, bright colors, but very smoothly animated and very cartoony. And it's just cool. Like it's just disturbing enough, but also like funny and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. Like these games do such a good job with it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, they have to convey a lot of information because you said everyone's being social and might not be paying attention, but mm-hmm. the animation really lets people know what's going on without having to sit there and be really attentive to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that all kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, they, they pop these games out like crazy too. I mean, right. it's just one after the other after the other. And it, it's got to be a lot of hard work for these animators. And they do a good job for sure, in my opinion. I mean, I also don't work with animation. Maybe Charlie would be like, it's <laughs> garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think it's great. Uh, yeah, there are so many different styles in that game, thinking on it. And it does make me wonder whether it's like one animation team doing all that or whether they... Mm-hmm. kind of outsource that to to different different studios or whatnot for for all the those different styles yeah yeah i don't know it's a good point maybe they do either way it's quality it is <laughs> it's about it's about number five quality though like just, i'd put <laughs> it true. there. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so number four charlie all right um cue the heavy metal music because my number four is doom Ooh. Oh, nice! Right. Um, and I guess uh, specifically... the original. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um, we'll see the 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 reboot in 2016 because that's the one I've played, the one and only, actually. Um, and this was actually the first kind of higher scale game I played on my new PC after I built it. Um, that's a I good was, one to do. Yeah, I, I was I was wanting something, some sort of game where I could just kind of like run around, shoot stuff, see how smooth things could be on the new PC and the 144 hertz monitor. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I could have picked a better game than than Doom. And like I said, this is the, the first Doom game I've played, and it was awesome. The visual effects from like the projectiles is like, you know, it's, it's everywhere in, in whichever arena you're in. But super cool, not just like your own bullets and projectiles going at, at the demons, but anything coming your way is cool. Um, just the the look of the demons themselves and the animations they have are creepy and definitely very fitting to, to the genre. Um, the power-ups that you kind of go around and, and can grab, I forget all the different ones, but there's one that like makes you shoot a lot faster. Um, there's something like invincibility maybe, but then there's my favorite. I think it's called like berserk where you just right. put the guns away, get your fists <laughs> out and just go around. And that of course brings me to the, to the glory kills, which is kind of the main animation point for, for this, for these games um, where the enemy gets low enough health. You can go up, melee them and you get a, get a little animation of you brutally dismembering this demon um and it's just it's always awesome. contextual like 
which demon you're doing it to yeah the angle that you're coming at the demon from oh, that's like, cool yeah if yeah you, if you from the front it's a separate animation from it like you're ascending from above yeah i think the the ones from above was my favorite because it's just it's just like surprise and you're coming in and stomp <laughs> your head off or something right um wow. but yeah it's cool that the game actually encourages uh you to do different angles too because it'll be like little challenges for this level right uh get you know three different glory kills on this specific enemy and so it, it's like kind of like hey we did a lot to make these animations look really cool so look at them yeah see right? them yeah so i have to say um i've known charlie for seven years now charlie it's been a long uh-huh. time and i've come yeah. to think of you as family yes uh, i did not think of you as the kind of person who plays doom this is doom <laughs> out of nowhere for me no it's funny because like as i know charlie and we've gamed together like right. I, i'm yeah um you're uh kind of like legend of zelda nintendo properties yep. so he, he busts out with doom and i'm like yeah charlie like talk about those kills <laughs> yeah i mean yeah pretty much when i got my new pc i'm like i want i want some games that i really haven't had the chance to play because yeah. I, I i never really had I had a quote-unquote gaming laptop for a while through college, um, but it was kind of it was not great. Uh, it was a gaming laptop. It was a gaming laptop, and right. and even for a gaming laptop, I think it had some issues with it. There were issues with, it. but yeah, other than that, you know, I had I had a Switch and like console games, so like stuff that I saw all these people playing on like high-end PCs and like. I, now that I have a higher yeah. NPC, I gotta I gotta get in on this. So awesome! Yeah. Wow, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Man. You, you should if you if you are liking Doom, you should mm-hmm. treat yourself to Doom Eternal because it's it's yeah. just more more fun. Uh, you know, more of the same basically. Yeah, I've I've been seeing it go on sale for a good bit uh, every now and then. So yeah, one of these times I'll definitely have to pick it up. That's a good pick. I didn't have Doom on my on my list here, but yeah, hearing about those glory kills and just the mm-hmm. fluid mov- movement, you really do get a sense of each enemy has a, a very specific weight to them. Um, yeah. Like there's the, I think it's the Mancubus, which is just this big, like hulking thing with two guns. Right. And like you're, you feel it in the room every time that it comes in. Yeah. And then there's like these really agile uh ones that you have to shoot from the back. I think it's a pinky or something. Oh, and they're, yeah. they're terrifying because they just like run straight at you. And yeah, oh, you have yeah. To I really, was... yeah. I'm not so. big on like the horror genre. And I wouldn't really classify Doom too much as horror, but it, no, is, it yeah. is scary though. Like right. I was definitely like, I was definitely scared at some points, like turning a corner as a big old demon just running straight at me. <laughs> right. But the game yeah. gives you so much power and oh, yeah. just just the the character of the Doom Slayer is just like everyone needs to get out of my way because yeah. I've got like work to do and everything's a nuisance and just just let me let me through basically. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that think, all makes it kind of comedic. I think uh, you summed it up pretty well with cue the metal music. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time my shotgun clicks to the the music here. Oh, a, a new thing so I good. found on YouTube is like scenes from different just all sorts of different shows or, or movies any action scene it's like just that scene but do music on top of it <laughs> oh, okay. like, just completely it adds a lot yeah. yeah so pride and prejudice with with some doom music <laughs> makes makes it a different experience nice good pick i like it all right so my number four is ratchet and clank 
And I'm going with the the 2016 version just because I, you know, I love Rift Apart, but I haven't played the, too much of it. But I mean, obviously the animation is is better than that. But Ratchet and Clank 2016 really just it's it's a Pixar movie. It's it's yeah. playing a Pixar movie and they oh my gosh, just even, you know, cutscenes look gorgeous. Uh, just regular gameplay looks amazing. It's very cartoony and they, they really dive into that with, with the just exaggerated movement of, of all the characters and enemies and everything about the game is just dripping with style. And, and the animation is, I think a huge part of what makes that successful. Yeah. It's a good pick, man. I mean, if you don't mind me chiming in here, I would say, yeah. It's not so much a Pixar movie as my number four, which is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but um, it's 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 kind of what you said, but I actually have a, almost like not a counterpoint per se, but like for me, it's more of the understated, non-exaggerated scenes that I think really shine. It's just so smooth and natural. They have the fur like movement and um it's those times when the animation's understated that really ground every other animation in the game. And I think Rift Apart is more grounded than 2016 was. It, it seems like there are fewer exaggerated animation. There's one when they jump in the ship that is extremely exaggerated, <laughs> but it, it really stands out among the other ones. And then they have that dash in Rift Apart that's just like incredible. Um, if you pause for like photo mode in the middle of a dash, it only looks that much cooler. Uh, and not to mention all the weapons, how they shoot and the sheer amount of things that are animated uniquely on the screen, all happening at once. Uh, Rift Apart also has these uncharted esque moments, uh, that I think 2016 didn't have as many sure. of. It did have some, but not, not kind of what Charlie was saying earlier, how, you know, the games, th this guy did it himself, but uh, the game ties in this kind of cutscene animation into gameplay, and Rift Apart does that in spades. I mean, it happens mm -hmm. a lot. And yeah, I just think it's so smooth, and it is, like Brian said, it's like a, a Pixar. It's like playing a Pixar movie, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Cool. So it sounds like Rift Apart maybe the animation doesn't get in the way of your enjoyment. Like you don't notice it as much because it's exaggerated, but it's, mm -hmm. it's more successful because of that. Well, I mean, the enemies are still exaggerated. Like yeah. that's like they were in 2016, but as far as the people, the playable characters, they tend to be just a little more grounded, especially when you get the dialogue and the scenes between characters and things like that. And sure. yeah, it just comes across as very genuine because I mean, of, like, look at like toy story one versus mm -hmm. like i don't know soul it's just right. like okay soul just looks like a, like everything looks perfect and, and mm -hmm. real and yes there's exaggeration to it and in the character designs but mm -hmm. they didn't have to to do it in the same way that they did for the toy story yeah i mean there's these like between rivet and you know or ratchet and, and rivet and clank um it's just like this is how people move when they talk you know like it's right. so well done that you don't even think about it you just think you're watching people talk even though it's this lombax and you know whatever he is like destructobot or whatever right <laughs> it's pretty funny dude but uh yeah it's really really good i mean it's something something to see and it definitely highlights what the what the next gen of 
consoles are capable of. But you guys are both PC users, so I'm preaching to the choir here. <laughs> um, if I could nerd out for a second on some animation stuff, mm -hmm. uh, just speaking about kind of exaggerated animations. So there's a there's a principle in animation that's probably pretty well known, but it's called a uh, squash and stretch, and it's um, basically just that exaggerating certain parts of a character model or something to, to kind of highlight that movement. Um, mm. So I, I played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank a while back, but not too much. I, I feel like it does kind of incorporate that um, either for enemies or for certain movements, like probably like the melee attacks. Melee and you know, jump, I would say. Yeah, mm. if you're like swinging, if you like pause on a frame, you'll see the arm is like twice as long as it should be or something right. like that. Um, and a, a really funny thing is to look at, and it does give it like kind of a more cartoonish feel, which, you know, obviously fits some things better than others, but I think it honestly even helps with non-cartoonish things just to make that animation look that much smoother. It's almost required. Um, so if you look at, I think the Overwatch like highlight intros, there's videos on YouTube you can go, you can see them in like slow motion and like McCree does a does a roll for one of his intros. If you pause it, you'll see his face is like the length of this <laughs> all stretched out that you wouldn't notice watching in real time. But you see it frame by frame, and it looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and it's hilarious, and also just very interesting how having this squashing and stretching and complete distortion of like body parts and things um, actually makes an animation look smoother. It's very cool. Very cool. That's good, interesting. Good insight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Sweet. I want. I want to look at those YouTube videos and and see that in action. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. For, yeah it's, for like, hearing you. Sorry. Hearing hearing you mention it, it's like yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Like right. it happens in more games than I'm probably even aware of, and right. it's just so yeah. subconscious that. Yeah. You know. Some you can you can clearly tell, but others. It's like wow, you don't you don't even know it was there. Mainly for like fast motions, so for things like jumps and and like big swings and stuff, um, it it just adds a lot to to the animation. Very cool, very That's cool. Awesome. I guess that leads us into your your number three. We're in the top three, boys. Top Let's go. Three. <laughs> I am uh, staying in the underworld here oh. with Hades. Oh Ooh. wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hades is another game I recently played. Um, it's been out for a while. Mm -hmm. I only just picked it up a few months ago. And yeah, it's awesome. Um, I knew, I kind of knew I'd like it. Uh, very cool take on the whole roguelike yeah. games. Um, Definitely. but the animations are very, very cool. Um, just even just the simple movements of walking around and like Zagreus is like flame footsteps yeah, things. Yeah. Um, everything's very smooth, very cool looking. And then as you get into the game, there's, there's so much going on, right? So many enemies, a lot of craziness happening, but it's honestly, I think because of, of the animation and the visual effects and how, what they do with it, it's not hard to kind of lose sight of what's going on. You can still kind of, tell everything that's going on obviously there's like uh a bomb that is that was thrown that you might not have seen but i think that's just part of the game is is unexpected 
damage is like you, that you got to kind of look out for. But I remember just starting out on the game, not really knowing anything about it. Um, and it was, it was just very easy to follow because of these mm-hmm. visuals. And like one of the, each of the power-ups that you got um, that kind of affected your dash or your certain attacks, you noticed that it, it was incorporated into your attacks. The, the, the animations included that. And that was really cool. So I was like, it's like, oh, this ability does this. Okay. And so I was like going around and dashing. I'm like, oh, and there it shows it right there. That little like that wave of right. you know, Poseidon's wave of that pushes the enemies back. And yeah, there's so much that goes into that game on all aspects really um but mm-hmm. i think the animations are, are pretty top tier yeah definitely definitely agree with you um if you haven't i would recommend listening to our hades boons episode it might give you a leg up <laughs> oh, on the yeah. on the opposition there because um oh yeah i will say poseidon's little dash thing is trash <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks cooler than it is yeah for right, sure right. for sure but uh, yeah, no, I agree. The game is super smooth and um, mm-hmm. it does a good job of conveying everything visually uh, to you. And that's yeah. something that yeah, can, can, can go unnoticed. Yeah, even times. when you are combining boons, the game does a good job of incorporating both into whatever you do. Like if you have right. a dash that does two different things, it, it showcases that pretty well. Yeah. Very stylized. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good pick. Hades did not make my list, but as I'm thinking about it more and more, that that totally makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. And I, I, one other thing about it, you you really do get a sense. So you don't really see the characters, but from far away, unless they're having their, like, you know, it's a, a 2D image. Static of, image. Exactly, yeah. yeah, it's static. There'll, there'll be a little bit of animation for whatever, but those characters look like the little you know, pieces that are, that are in the game, like everything mm-hmm. about them, their movement, they, they convey their personality really well through that animation, through the just in-game characters. Right. So I think that's pretty cool to, to witness. Yeah. All right. Well, my number three going back again, we got Donkey Kong country. So Very cool. 1994, nice. uh, this, this blew me away as a kid um, because, you know, you're coming from Super Mario World, just any, you know, NES game, Super Nintendo game. And then we get actual 3D models in a video game and they're using this technology that no one's ever seen before. I think Jurassic Park, the, the movie incorporated some of the same technologies, hmm. um, but they're actually doing wireframe 3D uh, just visuals and then putting a skin over it and it it looks realistic uh and like at the time you know the the nintendo is is doing crazy things that i didn't know even know were possible uh and it even gave like i don't know just the the textures and and movements looked better than like i don't know early n64 games where you're getting full Mm -hmm. 3d environments they they really perfected what you're actually looking at and you get that smooth animation that other games were, were still struggling to do. So I, I think just, yeah, you, you get so much information from, from the smooth movement and um, you know, every enemy has their own walking animation that again, you, you can see the heft to them mm-hmm. from like a little clap trap to mm-hmm. one of those big, like, I don't know, I forget what all the enemy names are called, but right. 
clubba, let's say, um, just walking around. You can feel that just just playing the game. Um, the and rhino. even like, yeah, the rhino, uh, Ramby, mm-hmm. just run around with him. The screen will like shake and yeah, it, feel that you know, weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really do feel it. And um, even just between Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, there's just you feel more agile it's it's amazing and i I didn't include this on my list but like looking at super smash brothers you're using the same controller to control like 80 different characters but that they make it feel differently in in each instance of that um so micro scale here but diddy to donkey it's it's crazy how Mm -hmm. different they feel based on that Oh, groundbreaking for the time too. Like I could call you a rare fanboy, but I won't because it's <laughs> it's definitely worthy of making this list. I think you're right. doing a better job of of paying retro games their due because there are none on my list. I will say that. Okay. Right wow. uh, which here. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I really and it's good too because I I was afraid we would have similar lists. Um, not because we like similar games, but. A lot of my list came to me as kind of like, of course, this is going to be on my list. Um, mm, sure. So I was I was afraid it would be on yours as well, but I'm glad it's not. I'm glad some of these are not. Um, yeah. I will say I might catch flack for Returnal not being on my list, but man, I talk enough about that game. There is some beautiful, <laughs> beautiful animation in it, though. Definitely. Especially mm. when you get into like tentacles and like the teleportation animation. I just want to just want to put that in there because I, <laughs> I don't want people to feel like it didn't get its due. But um, Charlie, you mentioned squash and stretch. Is that right? Yep. Well, I think there's a game that uses it to the greatest ability when compared to any other game out there. And the game I'm talking about is Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yeah. In contrast to Ratchet and Clank, almost everything here is exaggerated, squishy, elastic y. The ghost animations are almost tangible. Yeah, all of the Luigi expressions are so <laughs> exaggerated and squishy and stretchy. You feel like he's a real character. You get so much sense for who he is just by his reactions to things in this. I'm sorry. Are we talking about Luigi or oh, we're talking about Luigi? Luigi okay. is, <laughs> is notoriously reactionless. Okay. Right. <laughs> he just kind of stands there. Things bounce right. off of him and it's comical, <laughs> but he has like that jiggle and he has those really like squishy physics when he goes through tubes and tunnels or grates um yeah i just think there are you know simple these little simple scenes of luigi using a key and it's this animated cutscene, and it's super super adorable and endearing and then they have these more elaborate cutscenes, and you just get a sense of this like reluctant hero from luigi and it's conveyed in everything from how his eyes are animated to his body movements and it's phenomenal and it matches with who the character is as far as like his animations in smash you know all i could think right. when i'm playing that game is this is that same character 100 the same character who does that right. running dash where he kind of tilts his head back and closes his eyes and swings his arms <laughs> like that is who i'm playing as right and uh Gosh, this game like really, really wowed me on that front with the animation. It was way better than anything I had expected. That's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, N- Nintendo and kind of like Mario games in general I definitely use a lot of that squashing, stretching. Um, I feel like even 
even ignoring the whole Luigi part, like just <laughs> Luigi on his own is very, very bouncy. And even in, in other games, um, I'm, I've been playing a little bit of, oh, what is it that they just, with Bowser's Fury, is it the Super Mario 3D, 3D World? World? Yeah. yeah. Um, playing through that, like even just like coming out of a crouch, you do like a little like bounce and it's very noticeable, right. but it's very, it's very much like, like the characters they've created. So, yeah. 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 All right. Your turn, Charlie. All right. Number two. Yeah, we're getting up there, man. All right. This is the one, the one game on my list that I haven't played and you're going to hate me for it. Um, (laughs) that, that I haven't played it. It's Cuphead. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't hate you for that. This is actually my number two as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though I've never played it, it, it was a must have on the list. Um, for obvious reasons, got the classic hand-drawn animation style. It's so, so impressive. I've, I've seen plenty of clips and things from the game to know that this was quite the feat in the gaming world. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, forget. I saw a video of like the, the flower doing one, like two second animation mm-hmm. was like, 50 drawings worth of, of work. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's insane. Yeah. Um, there, I think there are only a few things in the game that are actually animated digitally. Uh, aside from just those few elements, it's entirely by hand, which is just incredible. All of it. That's super cool. Yeah. And I think it's, it kind of sets a precedent for, for future games and animation. Um, I think we'll probably see more of that. And I think, it exists already in some other games. Yeah. I, I know some games have pretty much copied it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just as, as someone with interest in animation, I am very excited that that game just exists. Yeah. Uh, even though I haven't played it, I will play it one of these days. I'll definitely get around to it. Um, but it's just, it's just so, so cool. Yeah. No, hundred. I mean, they, they, wanted to replicate that style that like 1930s cartoon style and they mm-hmm. nailed it on every front it's, oh, yeah. it's remarkable it really is yeah so you have anything else to add before i go into my number two brian not really uh i mean i'll say playing it uh it it feels like i don't know the the, the visual the animation does not i don't it doesn't really have a feel outside of a video game that i've played before like it's I know what I'm doing. Like the jump feels like the way I expect a video game jump to feel the, the shooting same thing. Um, so I don't think the animation really makes any, any difference in gameplay respect. Mm. It is purely visual, yeah. um, which is not a bad thing. It's not, I'm not trying to detract from that, but wow. Shots fired. <laughs> it's actually, wow. when, you, when you think about it, it's kind of cool that they're able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking this old school style and making it very seamless to play. Okay, exactly. I'm going to do something that I don't typically do here. Um, but this there's a person who just started following us on Instagram, and I followed them back because I don't know I don't know anything about this person, <laughs> but their name is Cam. Uh, it's like Cam dot underscore underscore dot Cham. Uh, you could if you follow us on Instagram, you could find them in our followers, and they hand draw um sprites 
like old school sprites mm -hmm. and then stop motion animate them. And they dropped something the other day that I was just like, and, and they, it's like all old school, eight bit, 16 bit characters. Like eight, it's all old school, eight bit mega man, eight bit, eight bit Samus, um, Simon Belmont. And like the movement was like pixel perfect, wow. but it's each frame is hand drawn and then like stop motion animated. And it, it blew my mind. Like it is, Jeez. it's like gorilla art. Like it looks like stuff you drew as a kid trying to emulate your favorite video games, but then it, it moves like perfectly how these games move. Awesome. Sorry to interject, but like, <laughs> I mean, that cool. just shows how much work goes into hand-drawn animation. That's, <laughs> that's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Like it blew my mind. I'm not, I'm not even like kidding. Um, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just a labor of love and you could tell. Right. You know? And uh, I will always always give high praise where it's due and it is definitely due here um so anyway getting into that my number two is not cuphead my number two is the last of us part two uh yeah i mean have you seen this game <laughs> it's like real life the game i mean aside from like the content and it being post-apocalyptic and everything but it, it must it, i don't know if it does but it ha in my, it, maybe it has the most unique animations of any game ever um, if I had to guess, I would say it does. The way you interact with everything in the environment is almost genuine. I mean, you could get into a little janky if your like back is turned to something you have to pick up, but the character will like reach behind them to pick it up. And it's all, and if you're sideways, they'll reach to the side to pick it up. And it's just like everything is so unique. And in, you interact with everything in the environment as a normal person would. Um it's just jaw dropping how much they tapped into realism and nailed it. I mean, from throwing rope and the way the like rope is animated is how rope works in real life. It's like, it's almost mind blowing. Like what naughty dog was able to do in this game. I mean, like they had some practice with the rope with uncharted four. Right. Like, it was cool in that game, but yeah, they, they definitely improved the tech for, last yeah. of us yeah and just climbing just the fa facial animations i think this is another thing i forgot to mention with rift apart is like the facial animations when they don't even have to have them like there's dialogue happening when the characters backs are turned to you but if you flip the camera like they're having a genuine conversation and they're animated like a person feeling those emotions would be animated and you can go and play the whole game and never even see that right. uh and it's just the world feels alive. There's lots of running water everywhere. There's lots of moving grass and wind through trees. And it's so understated at times that it's like you just start believing you're there in this world. And I think that is just hats off to anyone who worked on animation for this game because it is exceptional. It's nothing short of number two worthy. <laughs> it's terrible, right? I love Naughty Dog. You know I do. You know I love this game. But like, man, I mean, it it, it is mind blowing. Um, Let's get into our number ones. Starting with me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go right. ahead, Charlie. Take it away. Yeah. Number one. I decided on Smash Bros. Oh, and nice. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say uh, Ultimate because 
you know, it's the most recent, so the animations are going to look the best. Um, but even it kind of applies to all the games why the animation is so important. And um, it's because it just it just feels so good on all the moves. And it's 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 important for both casual players and hardcore players, the animations. It's it's important for casual players because the moves are satisfying to use and to just you know, especially for people who've like never played Smash and they just button mash, it's still cool to see them do all the moves. Um, and it's it's extremely satisfying when you when you hit any move, especially ones with like a really big wind up, like Donkey Kong's big punch or <laughs> slam or you know the Falcon punch, of course. Um, and you know as as the games have progressed, they've gotten more flashy with the, kind of the visual effects on the moves, and um, some of the moves are are fun to use just to just because they look cool, just because they look awesome and they're very flashy. Uh, and then of course the final smashes are just <laughs> all animation and over the top, of course. But it's just so fun to see. And um, you know that the, the animators had a lot of creative freedom there, just kind of doing whatever they wanted, no matter how ridiculous. Um, and that's always fun to see. And then getting on the hardcore side of things. Um, a lot of that kind of still applies, but literally every single frame of animation matters in the in the hardcore scene and in the competitive scene. Because um, players will will study each move, seeing how long it takes to hit, where it is on, on the on the hitbox, where it's hitting, um, how much time there is after you use the move to where you can't use another move, and then the, you know to mm -hmm. see what potential there is for combos or right. or any any moves that'll that'll launch them off the stage um, it's all about those frames all about the frames <laughs> so it's it's a very interesting standpoint from from an animation side because yeah it's a combination of of balancing the game right and these moves and making sure it's not super overpowered or underpowered and then just making them look really cool while you're doing them and as you mentioned before there's so many different characters um and you know one controller with the same inputs all doing maybe some similar but uh, all different things with the different characters and the different like weights of the characters and speeds is just just like walking around with mario versus bowser is is a completely exactly. different experience yeah and how many different animation states there are for walking, running, idling, uh, changing direction, sliding to a stop, jumping, landing from that jump. And this kind of applies to, to a lot of games, right? But um, especially Shield breaks. Shield breaks, yeah. <laughs> Just like every movement matters in this game. And it's really cool to see. Mm -hmm. And if I can, uh, give a bit of a shout out to a friend who's doing a sort of Smash-like game right now. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but he works in VR, and he's been doing uh, kind of animated shows in VR. Uh, they're they're in Oculus. It's Studio Cyro is is the is is the studio there. How do you spell Cyro? S Y R O. Okay. And they do. They have like the 
it's called the Tales of Soda Island. It's like their series on Oculus right now. And it's super, super cool. They do all the art painted in VR. And I think it's all animated in VR as well. Um, I was I was on Discord with him not too long ago, and he was kind of walking me through it, and it just absolutely blows my mind. Um, and if you have VR and access, are able to watch you, so you 100% should. But he's actually working on a project right now that's a community-based project, and it's sort of like fighter style, very much Smash Bros-like. And he was also walking me through like this kind of presentation he had to put together because uh, anyone from the community could submit their own character for it. And so he kind of had these guidelines um, where you had to, you know, these different animations, you know, the jab, the jab animations had to be this way and this, and there's all sorts of stuff that goes into the fighting style games in terms of animation. Yeah. It's really crazy and really cool to see. Um, and that game he's working on specifically is, it's really neat seeing kind of the behind the scenes and stuff. And to also see that apparently there are some more popular VR kind of movies or shows and characters that are going to be in his game. Oh, how cool. So yeah. that is, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head which right. one those are. Um, but yeah. If you have a, a, a link um, you'd like to share too, uh, just send it to me. I'll put it in the show notes for cool. if, if there's a place like a link for the Oculus store or something to, to find yeah. his, uh, his animation. Definitely. Yeah. Very cool. Ooh, good I pick. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Smash Bros. Yeah. Smash Brothers. All right. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. I'm glad that came up because yeah, there, there's, there's a lot. I, I do not envy an animator on these games because they do right. have to know so much about what the competitive scene is doing and they don't want to break anything that. Yeah. That... And then you get a Bayonetta <laughs> and exactly. a smash four, right? Like that was a big controversy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Crazy. All right. Well, my number one has been mentioned and of course, course for me it's going to be the last of us uh i wrote what i wrote one or two because they but two obviously is is you know a step yeah. forward one had some some jank when you were approaching a drawer from the side and your character <laughs> yeah. would kind of <laughs> like, like what do i do <laughs> yeah, yeah like slide over to it a little more which was you know jarring after playing something like the last of us part two but i i remember specifically when we were talking about the last of us moments in one of our podcasts that I was just so enamored with the way, like you could just jump into a dive and get on the roof and, and like we're sniping people and then you could roll over and, and like reload. And it was like thinking about how would a character be on a rooftop sniping? How would they reload? Like, yes, getting on the back, you're still like, all the way down as close as you can to, to the, to the surface and reloading looks like this in, in real life. And just like little touches like that really blew me away. And it just, it made sense in, in the context of the world. And I saw a GIF and I will say GIF because that was a correct way <laughs> to <you're> say it. <laughs> Creator says that, uh, actually like riding on the horse in the snow level and only touching the bottom branches of a tree, mm -hmm. the snow will only fall off of the 
the branches on the bottom. And if you go into it more, you know, more, more will fall off. And I I just think that's, that's a crazy amount of detail that Uh is, it's, it's so remarkable to see that, that, that level. And, and on a PS4, Mm -hmm. we're, we're getting this, this level of detail. So it just, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine Naughty Dog PS5. That's going (laughs) to blow me away. I have to say with the PS5 patch, it looks like it belongs on the, on the console for sure. sure. Um, but it's funny that neither, like here we are talking about all these amazing animations and they are, and neither one of us even mentioned the cutscenes, which are like even more incredible. Right. That's because it's seamless. I mean, yeah. from cutscene to yeah. gameplay is like, I know that there's, there's major differences going on, but like you said, I mean, characters are still making faces all the time. Mm. And yeah, yeah, even the movement, like you know, there are other games that do that seamless transition, but in a lot of ways, the character models don't move as well as they do in this game, right? The jackets and like things hanging from your belt flow like they would if you're running in real life. It's really, it's incredible. You know, when you had mentioned reloading from a crouch, if you get up from like behind cover and start running, whoever you're playing as starts running in like a crouch, like they're ducking from gunfire. Right. Yeah. You know, Cause it, it's like this. Yeah. They're just all, always aware of the situation they're in. And it's incredible that they were able to convey that so well with the animation. Yeah. Yeah. Good and I mean, this, this game is the culmination of all that Naughty Dog has done before mm-hmm. because that happened in uncharted one. I remember yeah. like just being up against cover and, and not being like fired at yet. But then the moment like a, a bullet whizzes by, like Nathan like kind of ducks and yeah. holds his hands up and, and is startled. And that happens all the time in uh, you know La- the last of us and mm-hmm. every single thing that happens. Yeah. So are you a GIF guy or a GIF guy, Charlie? Oh, I mean, I don't I don't want to get in between any No, story. that's why you're here. That's why you're here. Hold <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. Do we have to Ryan, end the show right now? Ryan has a bunch of questions that are Well, we'll are get to those. <laughs> um, let's see. No I hard feelings. Yeah, uh, sometimes I feel like it might be either one just depending on whatever my brain is doing, but for the most part I I, I would say gif. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate you trying to be very political about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> In so, the name of the creator, he, yeah, he's he wrong. who has created it. <laughs> creations become something else when they get into the hands of other people. If you create something, mm-hmm. the internet sometimes it takes over. It's over. Yeah, it gets out of control. You know. <laughs> Poor George so, Lucas. Exactly. <laughs> so my number one has been mentioned before, and of course, of course, it's Cuphead. Yeah. I mean, like, nice. <laughs> I was convinced this would be all of our number ones. And I, I'm glad it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think Smash Brothers deserves to be. And it wasn't a thought for me just because yeah. of my personal experience with the game is lacking. But right. it, it's incredible what they were able to do. And needless to say, The Last of Us Part Two, you know, we could talk all day about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, it's Cuphead. Like, oh, yeah. come on. It's the purest labor of love and maybe all of video game history, this game. I mean, yeah. literal years of hand animation. <laughs> Almost everything in the game is hand-drawn. We've said it before, and I don't know. It It's all to convey a certain feel, a certain time in animation, and mm-hmm. it does that with 
such intention that there's no doubt you feel like you're playing an old bootleg like steamboat willie cartoon you know it's <laughs> it's incredible it's incredible and um yeah i don't i don't know what needs to be said uh i mean they're making a netflix tv show because of that's pretty cool game. i didn't know that yeah yeah i didn't know that but even like the boss fights and the villains and the as you're playing through the levels everything kind of moves like to the music of the level and uh yeah it's 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 nothing short of the best thing i've ever seen when it comes to animation and a video game this is Absolutely. the number one and yeah. uh, i think yeah i don't i i get that you know i can see why you'd choose games over it but for me personally i think just because of the effort that went into it i mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't bring myself to choose something over this it, it very likely would have been my number one had i had experienced it all yeah yeah um, even the overworld it, even the overworld yeah. it's like yeah i mean i would i would highly recommend it it is a more difficult game but it's nothing mm. that can't be you, you know you can't push you can definitely push through it it's all memorization yeah. very much like a lot of these retro platformers or retro you know mega man types tend to be mm. it's just learning enemy placement and then trial and error again and again and again um but i would i would recommend it 100 percent. yeah yeah uh so i i do have a few questions for you charlie sure are you ready i am ready all right so i'll I'll start with maybe a difficult one okay um so what made you want to pursue animation as a career was there a particular movie or game or something that you were like Um, really inspired you i don't really think there was anything in specific that that made me go yes that is what i want to do it's really i think it's really just once i got into it so in in college i was my degree is in digital arts and sciences which is a lot of different things um so we had classes for several different areas from you know audio design game design to like live show production um and we had some animation courses and that's it's just kind of once I got into it, I'm like, this is really cool that you can just take something or even make something yourself, which is kind of a different, that's the whole modeling and rigging. There's, I mean, um, so much work that goes into the end product, but um, that you can just take something and, and make it come to life. It was just so, so cool. Yeah. And I, I always knew I kind of wanted to, whatever I ended up doing, I wanted to kind of work with computers somehow, just mm-hmm. doing something and doing animation is, is a very satisfying way of doing that, of getting into all these different programs, learning the ins and outs and the different techniques of doing what you want to accomplish is just, was very fascinating to me. So I just kept on doing that. That's very Did cool. you have to do a lot of programming for that degree? like in Java um, or anything? A little bit, not a lot, um, but we did have one or two programming courses that, yeah, I think Java was one. And then a little bit went into some of our kind of game design classes where we, we worked in uh, the Unity engine. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of two sides of that um, where you're kind of bringing in assets. And then the other side is, you know, making things do things with mm-hmm. code. Yeah. Um, 
and that was like a little bit of coding, but it was mostly just kind of following uh, instructions and kind of finding code and copy pasting. But uh, yeah, there was there's a little bit of coding here and there. Oxenfree and Disco Elysium were made with the Unity engine. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so I would have put my money on Shrek. Uh, person. <laughs> so, what? I'm serious. Iconic. It's iconic. Seriously. It's an iconic movie. So, um, do you find that now you have a greater appreciation when you play video games? Do you do you tend to understand more with that degree uh, and yes. what you worked on in college that you now f- have a greater grasp of the efforts that go into making the, this product? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and. Um, a lot of games do it really well where, where it is seamless and it's like, oh yeah, that's just how a person or character would react or how they would move. And it's like, it's, it's so natural that um, without really that knowledge, you wouldn't know that uh, the amount of work that goes into making it look that natural because there is a lot of, of, of work. It's the, um, so to kind of give a, of an idea of, of animation workflow, you kind of create the key poses. Um, so if you're thinking like a simple walk. Well, can I, animation. wait, can, can I actually just interject? Yeah. You could, I, I haven't mentioned this. You're the person who animated our logo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can use that as an example if you'd like. I don't know if that <laughs> works for this example, but. It yeah. does not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I, my specific example is like character animation. Right. Right. So you create key poses for, so for like, a walk, um, and you can easily look this up. And there's this whole animation book by the guy who did um, who framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like it's called the the Animator's Survival Kit, I think it is, and it's just like the holy grail of 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 animators. Oh, that's cool. Knowledge, um, yeah. but yeah. So it's like you make the keyframes. So in a walking animation, it'd be like the the kind of long step and then mm-hmm. the the pass between as you're stepping and then et cetera, et cetera. Right. So you make those key poses and then you make the in-betweens, which is really what smooths it out and, and makes it natural and believable. Mm-hmm. And to get there, yeah, it just takes a lot of precision to make sure every single thing is working like it's supposed to every part of the character or object or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lot too, to make it appear realistic. Like there's motion blur. You don't even think about how you perceive things. Like most people don't right. think about how we actually see things. It's not, not smooth movement. It's not how, if you could animate something moving smooth as anything, but it would probably right. look unnatural because it's not how your eye translates movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting how, how the eyes and the mind works when looking at animated things. Uh, you know, just as I was saying before about squashing and stretching, there's a bunch of other stuff that goes into it, but there, there are things that you have to do that don't seem natural to the to the characters and stuff but that you just do that thing and it and it makes it that much mm-hmm. smoother which is really interesting yeah um yeah it's crazy yeah. so um do you have a a dream company that you'd like to work for are you are you oh, allowed gosh. to say this <laughs> <laughs> dream company um gosh there's there's a lot i don't know i would i would love to be a part of an indie company, I think. Yeah. Um, 
just kind of like I was saying before the game jam that my friends mm-hmm. and I did. It was just so so much fun. And cause that that was something it wasn't it was kind of the first collective project we did not school related. Mm-hmm. Cause it was after graduation. It was like a year or so later in our lives we just like, hey, let's get together and do a thing. And so I guess that can kind of translate as there's no corporate entity um having us do any any specific project we're just kind of doing our own thing so i think that's what's really attractive to me but honestly any of the any of the AAA companies would be i'm sure be (laughs) fun to do the bigger projects and the cooler animations for yeah but i appreciate like wanting the freedom of creativity for sure yeah i mean that's kind of where we get some of the best stuff especially in animation um cuphead was indie right yeah absolutely absolutely hades same thing i mean right super giant is a very small company i mean they've grown over the years but they Mm -hmm. definitely are are deemed indie at this point Mm -hmm. right yeah so is there a favorite game uh or series that you you want to talk about or what is your favorite game or series you don't have to talk about it but (laughs) um gosh i mean you kind of said a little bit before, but I'm, I'm a big Zelda fan. Any and all Zelda games, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, have you played um, the HD Skyward Sword? I have not actually. Yeah. Um, I did a little. I think on like the the with your My Nintendo points, you can enter a little giveaway, cool. and they had one for for Skyward Sword, the game, and a couple extra things. I entered that. I don't think I want it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I played through. I, I'm kind of weird about um, kind of the remakes and the remasters. I think yeah. they're great, but for me personally, I don't usually pick them up if I'd played them before and gone through it all. Nintendo does that. Like, hey, we'll charge right. you 60 bucks three times for the same game because right. it's got like a new level of polish. Yeah, I'm reluctant for that as well. Like, I could get, I could get games on sale that aren't made by Nintendo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. So uh, just a few more here and um, just real quick. I want real quick, like genuine answers. Is Funky Kong a surfer or a biker? <laughs> um, I'm not. Snappy. Snappy, world, Charlie. I say, I'd say surfer. Surfer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'd right say answer. I'd say you're wrong. Uh, do you prefer inverted controls or are you a normal human being? um okay all right that's <laughs> framing Jeez. non-inverted all right <laughs> my bad honestly like i feel like i could do either one which is really is probably really weird to some people oh um, that's that doesn't make any sense to me yeah right? like ambidextrous um, in the video game sense right <laughs> um but growing up playing old like playstation games i feel like some had one setting and some had the other it's true and i think spyro was one that maybe the default was inverted for when you're flying around and stuff yeah it was definitely weird but i just young me was just like oh well can't do it any- i don't know if you could change it in the settings but i didn't know that at the time so i was like i ah, just gotta adjust and do it so i could <laughs> i prefer non-inverted but I-, I feel like i could just i could adapt yeah, oh, that's pretty cool, man. One of a kind. Ryan, are, are you like me? I mean, I, I feel like you're like me where we were 
getting angry at each other for having to switch over inverted controls with Returnal. <laughs> so and Ratchet yeah. and Clank, don't forget that. Yeah, I it think just, when it does not work when you left, um, I turned on Ratchet and Clank, and I was like, "What the heck is going <laughs> on here?" Yeah, yeah, but games default to non-inverted for a reason. It was <laughs> a game recently that Nintendo I know you've been out. I know you've been that... published in Nintendo Power, but. <laughs> Be damned. I know. There was, there was a recent Nintendo game. I forget which one it was, but you could not switch to inverted. And people were like, not buying it. I can't If I can't change it, then forget it. Yeah. And that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, I, I get it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so, Charlie, uh, before we, we say goodbye, do you have any uh, anything you'd like to shout out in particular? Anything else you'd like to chime in with before we go? Um. This is your chance to yeah. get everybody on your socials if you have them. Oh gosh, I do not do that very <laughs> well. Um, I have an Instagram, cboothby underscore animation, uh, c b o o t h b y, that I created to share my animation stuff, but it's it's a few years old, and so yeah. it's it, it it does have some of the things I talked about though the the pixel art senior project animations i did i think are on there um and the game jam animations are probably on there um and a couple other things it's cool. not much and it's old and outdated but maybe i'll get back to it one day <laughs> <laughs> very cool well hey you know we all have our our normal work which ties us all up so i i totally right. understand <laughs> totally understand well, if you want to look for us on social media, we are on Instagram at listoff podcast on Twitter at listoff underscore podcast. And we also are right here uh, doing a podcast. And if you want to email us, we have an email at listoffpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. I guess that's Beautiful. the show. That's the show, that's guys. It. Yeah, good yeah. job. This was a very animated episode. Ah. <laughs> uh, I really felt like it brought me to life, right? I just know that I've been squashing and <laughs> stretching a lot. <laughs> I don't, all right. Maybe let's keep that to ourselves. The camera doesn't go to go quite that low. <laughs> oh, I've been Jesus. squashing this whole episode. <laughs> all right. On that note, I hope everybody has a great week. Bye. See you later. <laughs>